Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Stopped it. I stopped it because nobody's me because nobody's watching yet. I couldn't I couldn't believe that the timing on that rate was just fucking impeccable. <laughs> right? uh, but if anyone were watching, so good evening, there everybody. You go, welcome you can to, run it again if you want. Welcome to um what what episode are we? Season two, season three, episode twenty-seven. Uh, I thought you were gonna ask so what much. podcast this is then. Yeah. Thanks ever so much for those of you who are still with us from, from back on. Those of you that are new, we're very privileged to have you uh, join us on this. Uh, what's the weather like up there? Uh, oh. It's it's on and off. It, it Proper fluid snow, not so long since, and then it just stopped again. But it's it's, it's pretty frigid. It's pretty cold. Yeah, it's not enough, it's not, it's not <laughs> enough here to um, settle, but then stopped again pretty quick, so... Yeah, yeah, it's uh, it's just cold and wet down here, really. It's a bit, yeah, but um, but yeah, on this on this Tuesday evening, I hope we've all uh, got a drink. Jay, thanks for joining us. How are you doing? I'm all right, mate. I'm not too bad. Not too bad. Yep. Recovered from weekend. Good. Yeah. Happy birthday, everybody! If we can all happy say birthday. happy birthday to Jay, forty-one fucking forty-one inches tall today. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm worried about when I start going back down again. To be honest with you, I can't be that far off. <laughs> Imagine, <laughs> uh, Gilly, how you doing, mate? All right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Could be worse. Could be worse. Absolutely, could be worse. Uh, we lots lots to, to get into tonight. Lots to talk about. But before we do, Gilly might have a little treat for you all. <laughs> you look like fucking Brolin, you're a Leeds eating bastard. Or some sort of fucking weird floating head. No. <laughs> Utensil player, a bit, innit? I mean, I feel a bit like dickhead. Nothing spectacular, really. <laughs> Nothing spectacular at all, really. So that was really? our. 
our new intro that gear has been working on tirelessly. Um, <laughs> there's a couple of tweaks to do, but we like it. Tell us, tell us what you think about it in the comments. If you think you like it or you don't like it. Um, Cheers, happy 57th J. Um, <laughs> so yeah, look, absolutely loads to talk about. Obviously, going to start first things first. Um, I think. Gilly, you were on. Oh no, it wasn't. It was just me on BNC this week with Carl. Um, so um, it's just yeah, you with Carl. <laughs> yeah, so basically, just me. <laughs> I'm, only, I'm only kidding. To the Pikey Pod Dodger, we're. I come in peace. <laughs> uh, Carl was asked if he wanted to come on tonight. He's got a better plan. So I said, well, entirely up to him what he wants to do. But um, yeah, it's my. I mean, just a quick summary of my view and then I'll ask you guys what you thought because obviously you've not had your, your opportunity yet was uh, a good point earned that I would have snatched before, during or after the game for me uh, in a nutshell but um, but yeah, start start with you Jay um, good mood when you left Ellen Road obviously we, we know it was your birthday and you celebrated and everything else but in terms of the, the, the football uh, not necessarily the football but but the result What where, where, where do you stand on, on Saturday's result? On the result, um, got to be happy with that against them, I think, on paper. Before the game, I took it. That's it, mate. You asked me purely for the result. Uh, um, Gilly, I'm hoping you might give a slightly more comprehensive answer. You only asked me for the result. You said not the football, none of that. What, You've been on that wacky wacky again before coming on the podcast. Oh, don't talk wet, man. Um, so... <laughs> Really? Well, give me, give me your thoughts on on, on start with the performance. Really, in terms of the, I mean, I don't want to get into it too much because I know it's something we're going to discuss, potentially discuss a little bit later based on the uh, on the poll. But yeah, the 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 performance. Then did, was it what you expected? Uh, it, it was it was almost what I'd hoped for because I didn't think that with such a short amount of time with the squad that we could have done much better than we did. Uh, and the reason for that is, um, you know, Brighton have been flying. I think they're in the European spots um, after only getting a point, only getting a point against a side that's in a relegation battle. Uh, they've been flying. They've been playing really well this season uh, and they've beaten some, uh, you know, they've, they've beaten a, a lot of other sides. So I think coming into that game off the back of um, a, a, a terrible run in terms of the actual results you're thinking especially when they've just they've just battered West Ham and fully deserved a 4-0 against West Ham you're thinking I'm not sure about this and um you know we will get into the predictions as well but um you know I, I, there were there were head versus heart moments and I think in terms of the actual performance itself I don't think we could have you can always hope for better than a draw, but I don't think we could have expected much better than we got. No, I think I think you're spot on. I think I think the realists among us um, that aren't still living five, you know, 20, 30 years ago, even um, we're not the Leeds United of 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 the early two thousands of of the early nineties. You know, we're not that side that's that's pushing for Europe every season. We've got to, I think, we've got to come to accept that as a fan base, Brighton as a footballing side, are miles ahead of us. Yeah, and and I think you know, you think back to when they had that uh, that car toss up front. I can't remember his name. I think he played at Town, and then he only ever had two performances in him all season. He had a double barrel name, and his name's just gone. Um, uh, he had two performances in him all season, and they were both always against us. 
Um, and, you know, they were a tin pot team and they were really, they were beige going nowhere. And now they've got, uh, in Mitoma, they've got a winger that anybody in the world is going to be interested in if he's if he becomes available. They've got McAllister that played uh, in the World Cup and won it uh, and deservedly had his spot in that side. Um, you know, they've got some some quality players, but I think in terms of their overall output, you know, we said in the build-up to it, it's not really about individuals for them. It's how they work as a unit and as a team. And I think you could see that running through the team. They all knew what their jobs were and the movements. And you, we go back to, I, I know we do it a lot, but you heart back to the Bielsa days and and, and, and the movements and the triggers. And you know, they, they were well-drilled. Um, and Brighton had shades of, of, of being well-drilled in, in that sort of respect. Um, so, yeah, you know, they're, they're not mugs. And I think that it, it's a bit, as a fan base, it's sobering to understand that they've got ahead of us. No, mate, and, and they're not just ahead of us. They're streets ahead. Their recruitment policy, their their transfer policy in general. It's not. It's simply not just not just not just the football, which was streets ahead. You could see that every time we 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 tried the old style or even any style of press. Really, they cut us open and they were through, and it led to a led to a you know a dangerous attack from their perspective. And 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 we, as I say, we're going to come on to the to, to the actual tactical side of things probably a little bit later. But but Jay, do you think do you think the lads deserved a? Do you think they worked hard enough for a point? Oh yeah, I think so. I mean, it, it was one of those games where it feels like a point were probably a good result, but there were chances to win it, and the yeah. way that we gave them that goal on balance, it, it's probably fair, but it's the manner that those things happened, it leaves a bit of a, a sour taste and leaves you thinking, what if? Do you know what I mean? But I don't think they can be sort of down about how they played or anything like that. I think it were a, a solid performance and it were good to... We got performances out of a couple of players that we hadn't had for a while. Um, see Harrison actually score a goal as well. Just... <laughs> Take it off, <laughs> I, yeah. None of us were expecting <laughs> that. <laughs> Whoa, bloody hell! <laughs> They win so back to play further back than us. So back, <laughs> <man>. <laughs> um, yeah, look, I, all in all, lads, as I said at the there start, look, we, we we've got we we've got oh Christ, oh my <laughs> put it back on. <laughs> <laughs> Can't even you, look like, you look like you've just let a tiger come and lick your forehead. <laughs> well, mate, you know, I do live in the jungle, don't I? <laughs> um, yeah, before the game, I would have took a point, as the predictions will come on to. Uh, during the game, I would have snatched your hand off for a point because we didn't lay a glove on them for for a good a good part of that game, you know. Um, and then after the game, I still reflect back and look at it. And whilst there were chances to win it, two goals from us, which probably on any other day don't go in. You know, Jack Harrison rarely shoots on his right foot from that distance anyway. And when they do, they're usually at the corner flag. Uh, Paddy Bamford again doesn't really like to his right foot. It took a wicked deflection. We've got a, we've got, we've got a, a bit of a gimme. That wasn't a gimme because you, you know, you still got to take your chances. But um, yeah, look, Brighton, great side. But like you say, we could have won it. That uh, the penalty decision. Has anybody seen that back? Yeah, Rodrigo. I mean, it's a penalty for me. It's an absolute stonewall penalty for me. Absolutely. Why is nothing looked at at Elland Road, especially? For well, I, I just just nothing as an addition to that, I don't think their second goal should have stood either. No. There was a it's foul a tackle on, from behind. Yeah. But it's a yeah, tackle from behind. So, Solly March. So a lot of people are saying, well, he's got a touch on ball. 
Well, if he's got a touch on ball, he's tackled him from behind, which we get called up on all the time. When when somebody takes the ball cleanly, but it's from behind, it's still has, a foul these days. Has, Harrison, has Harrison been too honest there? Has he been too? Has he been too Bielsa? I think so. I, th I think in him, we've always seen that, you know, there were, there were another occasion actually when the ball broke on our left wing at, 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 at their right back. It had broken down. It had been played between Firpo, Rocco and Harrison and the ball broke down and he was tripped up when he was going to put pressure on to see if we could win a corner or something, when he was going to go pressure the ball. He was tripped up, but he's just so keen to get back on his feet and get at it. Yeah. He, he just carries on. And it was a, it was a clear trip. But because he's up and he's, he's about, they've cleared the ball and the ref doesn't ever give anything because he's back on his feet again straight away. How many times do you hear commentators and pundits as well saying if he'd stayed if he'd down, down there, he'd have, got, he'd have got a penalty? Yeah. yeah. But, it, but You he, shouldn't he, have to do that. No, you shouldn't. But if I'm stood with the ball coming towards me and a player comes from behind me, now, I, I've, I've properly slowed it down. I've had a look. Um he actually puts his leg between Harrison's. Now, he might get a touch on the ball because from the only angle that you would be able to see it properly, Melier's in the way just as the touch on the ball happens. So it's not clear as to whether Jackie gets a touch or Solly Marsh gets a touch. But he's literally come through him to get to the ball anyway. We're always being pulled up for that. Yeah, Every single time Adams does that in midfield, it's a free kick. So why is it not a free kick there? And I, I don't know. It leaves a sour taste. I think... I think I think you're right, Luke. In in you know those those goals are not the type of goals we've been scoring. It's the type of goals we've been crying out for people having a pot shot at. And Aronson yeah. was was again was guilty of it. I think there were a couple of occasions. Um, so I I I did listen to the, the the being. I can't remember if I even got involved in comments, but did, yeah. my my view of the man of the match is complete polar opposites to yours, Luke. Um, because you thought Aronson was the worst player on the pitch, and I thought he was the best. For us, if you if you think he was the best player on the pitch, mate, I would I I, I would look look on paper one assist one goal absolutely great. Scores, no, not even that. Scores, not even scores, that. scores highly on 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 all the sofa score and all your BBC because he got the goal and assist. You watch that game inside out, mate. He was the worst player on the field. By a I have. I've got, got to put a video out <laughs> <laughs> because because I was sat in the stands going, well, I must have missed something here because I thought he's had a good game. Now, the one thing I'll say is the first 10 or 15 minutes of both halves, he was shocking. But at the end of each half, he's the best player on the park, I think. So he, he had all of that variability that you come to expect. But there were a few occasions. There were one, he crossed the ball, cock completely misses his header. Jimmy's following that up. And then it comes to Ailing, and Ailing has a, a time to take a touch and he puts it over Barring to cop. And there's another one when uh, in first half when Harrison's um, uh, played, he, he plays a, a ball into Aronson who plays it round corner for him. Harrison get, gets the ball, crosses it in. Paddy completely misses his header. Jimmy completely misses the ball. Ailing's on his on his heels and doesn't beat um, uh, it West opinion to the ball. And if he'd have been on his toes, it, 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 it's a tapping for him. I think it wouldn't have been, looking at the chances that he's created or the key passes that he's played in, it wouldn't have been a surprise if um, he'd have come out with three or four assists. The frustration is, in well, the first I, couple of minutes, he's given the ball away three times. Mate, you'd be, if you think he could got a few assists, he made, he made four crosses and only one made connection, and that was the assist. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying is... He had a passing accuracy of 72%. The ball. And Bamford is unmarked and misses the ball. You can't blame him. Do you want to know how many times he lost possession in, nine, in, in, the, in the amount of minutes he played? Have a guess. 
15. 22 times he lost possession of the ball. That yeah, is not and, I'm not, and I'm not saying he didn't, but in terms of chance creation, he was the best player on the park for us. Where there was, it wasn't no, coming but, from anywhere, really. I mean, but it's I mean, an I'm, incomplete. We're, we're, it's an incomplete cross if your striker doesn't get your head on it. As Mark says, of it is. away from the corner flag. But, but <laughs> if your striker is. just completely misjudges the, the the jump and the header, it's still it can still be a good ball in. It's not on your wing. I'm, Nah, it, it, well, it, look, we'll agree to disagree. I'm sure. I'm sure people will have different opinions, but uh, Harrison for me has been the worst player for us for the last three or four games. In, in honesty, I, I think he's been very, very poor for us. And I'm not here to slate, slate players. You know, I'll I'll, 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 I'll listen to everybody's opinion. I'll, I'll look to see to watch his video because if you, if, if you can prove to me that he was the best player on the park, I've missed something massively. Uh, and as I say, it's all about you know perspective. Perspective. It's a game of um, opinions, isn't it? Yeah, absolutely, but yeah, I, 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 I don't know. I've missed something massively there. Um, Jay, what are your thoughts on Harrison? Then, did you think he was the best player on the pitch? Uh, I'm not sure if he was the best player on the pitch, but do you he think he was near the best the or the worst? I, to be honest with you, I, I can't even remember how I rated most of the team. <laughs> I got wasted it on my birthday, and after I saw Bamford use his right foot, I went into a state of shock and don't remember much after that. So. <laughs> I probably couldn't give you an accurate opinion at this point. Did they have to get some little miniature like chest things out and start re- like what they use on a mouse in a vet someone, to like someone, bring them back to life? Someone got a nine volt battery out of the pocket. <laughs> <laughs> it's brilliant that Paddy's got a goal though. You know, we've seen that he, he scores in streaks, doesn't he? And we really, really could do with one of them right now. Yeah, yeah I, I think, I think, I think for me, the biggest thing to take out of that game is. His confidence and and you know to, to the, you mentioned it in the comments after, on BNC Gilly the the resilience that we showed to come back twice against probably the second best team we've seen play at Ellen Road this year after City. Um, I'd go with that. Um, I think there's resilience to come back and score goals when when you know when it's against you the crowd's turning it's it's not a nice atmosphere it weren't a nice atmosphere it was starting to turn it was you know you could hear it, it was, it was dead silence that. in some parts um, but it to show no absolutely it, it absolutely the, what the fuck is going on Chan yeah in some parts yeah. Mate, yeah. I think at first that was aimed at the ref but it very quickly turned to us yeah big yeah. time because everyone was just like. Basically, what the fuck is going on? They were sick of it. Yeah. Everyone was saying this is hard to watch. This is fucking hard to watch, and it was. And it were it were really frustrating. And like as I said before, we had those chances now and then, but in between those chances, it were fucking turgid, man. It were fucking shit. It it was just yeah, it was it wore it hard was, to watch the crowd. It was, and, and, and and that was through <sighs> no fault of ours. We were sticking to the to the game plan. Again, I don't want to get too much into that because I know what we're going to speak yeah, about yeah. coming up. But 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 I think that was very much down to the actual game plan and actually sticking to the game game plan. You know, we mm. we, we we played we played like we were we were. We were we had a plan pretty much, other than mm. run fast and 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 spoil sort of thing. Um, we. Just, just to go back to the confidence thing, I think, I think it's it's a goal for Harrison and a goal for Bamford could be vital for us moving forward in terms of confidence. We Both need confidence our players. We need our leaders and and senior players of of the squad to you know to start mm-hmm. stepping up and and chipping in with goals and and having better performances. So uh, ultimately, I'm hoping we can we can take that into into the next game. Um, but yeah, sorry, Jay, you just wanted to mention a bit on the crowd. Yeah, I mean that that was basically all I really wanted to say. It was just 
it, it felt very knife edge that atmosphere. We're ready to go. And it did start to go. People were chanting as smarty said in comments, you know, there were a bit of sack the board starting up near him. It it would have been a nasty place for the rest of the afternoon if we'd not got that goal when we did. People was, have just was... we saw like in the shit now that everyone's just had enough. There's no tolerance for mistakes, there's no patience left. No. There's it was no it was goal. almost perfect timing. It was almost a chef's kiss type goal. You know, it was like it had to come at that time, didn't it? You know, yeah. It had to yeah, come. Did, yeah. If we didn't score before half time, the, the heads that have been down, I'd have can't see a way back into it for us. And I think on yeah. another day, one thing I will say before we go into the other chats and that is is either under either under either of our previous two managers against that Brighton side with that lineup. We mm. get beat back heavily yesterday, uh, yeah. Saturday. Either of the yeah, two managers and, and because if of their the style. the crowd, yeah, if the crowd had, had enough time to get laid into them as well, the players wouldn't have been able to pick themselves up from that. I don't think. No. So Lenin's got it spot on, and I know you made the comment in the in the BNC as well, and, and and it was absolutely spot on. You press a team that can play in the way that they do, and they'll take those risks. Yeah. And it's the high risk, high reward that we saw under Bielsa, but we did that in the Championship. They're doing it very capably in the Premier League. Um, and, and you know, we, we would have been cut through. You know, they were perfectly happy to keep that ball. And you try and go and press the the, the last man, then they've got at least a one on one everywhere all over mm. the pitch. They want you but to equally, press yeah, that's exactly what they want. Um, but but our crowd were, were, were shouting for us to go and press the keeper when he had the ball at his feet and we're mm. doing nothing with it. It's like, well, if you're pressing the keeper, somebody's got an extra man somewhere. I think at that point, it's just pure frustration, though. People are not making sound tactical decisions in the stands, I don't think. Yeah, yeah it is. Um, one of the comments I just wanted to pick up on, I'd just seen, um, was was around Somerville. Um, I think the Smarty, there's a few people commented, Leeds Birds. Um, uh, and that, yeah. Uh, so, yeah, he, he, he left us again. Matoma would have had a field day against Ailing. Anyway, but he was left so isolated yet again. You know, two weeks in a row now we've seen it where he's he's not working hard enough. Um, Chilwell had an absolute field day against the our right the other week. I've been saying last this week for, for weeks about him. Um, and 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 yet again, Matoma, their man of the match, by the way, Matoma, um, had an absolute. You know, he, he he's up against a, a Luke Ailing who we signed from Yeovil for less than probably what he's on in in a you know in a month. Um, Matoma, so um, I think we paid six hundred grand for him. Look, he's a great servant, and 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 ultimately, I think he's, I think he's, I think he's earned his his contract extension. Given on you know the, the last few games alone, I think, Can't and, and he's, he's, else, can we? he's our best right back. So look, you put him up against somebody of Matoma's quality, or you know somebody like Jack Grealish for City or something, and we're going to struggle if you're right yeah. winger or right wing. It's going to get turned inside out. Well. Yeah, but the thing with Ailing is, you know that. He's going to turn up and he's going to put a shift in every time. He might not always have the best game, but for lack of effort. Mm. Mm. I think he was at fault for their goal. <laughs> yeah, like I said, he didn't, he he didn't get right, off the ground. But... Um, you know, the ball came across from from our, our left. Um, Fairpool could have done a bit better there. Ailing could have got off the ground, but his man were up before him. Um, but it's really, really difficult to... To you know, I, I just have, but to lay blame on on like <laughs> when you're in a position where you know that if you make a mistake, you're gonna get punished because they're so efficient as a team, and and that that is, mm. I think that's that's probably, you know, 
I, I equated it to Harry Kane at the weekend. He scores a lot of goals, but it doesn't excite me. But he does that, score a lot yeah, of goals. Same, yeah. Harry Kane is efficient. He's really, really good at what he does. But he's not somebody that excites me as a player. Even when he's playing for England and he's playing for somebody I'm supporting, he doesn't... I don't see him as an exciting player. I don't think I see Brighton as an exciting team, but they win a lot of games because they're really efficient. They don't give the ball away a lot. They look after it well. The passes are short and crisp and they complete the passes. They just don't yeah, excite no, look, me. There's something a bit missing. Yeah. I mean, yeah, yeah I, come, I, I I agree. Uh, two, two, two more things I just want to touch on before we move on about Saturday's game. Um, uh, I forgot what they were. Uh, 200 grand, <laughs> 200 grand daily costers. Yeah, sorry about that. It wasn't 600 grand at all. Oh, sorry. Yeah, it was. It was World Cup Mac Allister and how we, how well we neutralised him. And uh, although I felt Adams didn't have his best game, uh, had a poor game by, by his standards, uh, and Rocker didn't look great. I don't want to say. Um, mm. I think we neutralised his his threat, and 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 they're attacking for a threat throughout actually because they only had two shots on target all game. Uh, scored two yeah. goals, one being an own goal. Um, so they only they, they only had managed two on tag. We had four, um, and the balance of the game probably didn't feel like that to me. But but yeah, neutralising a player of McAllister's uh, quality is uh, is something not to be sniffed at. And I think it's it's almost a, a sign of of the progress that we've made uh, certainly over the last month or so. Yeah, I mean he did yeah, score. Absolutely. He did score, but I mean, <laughs> that, but no, I take your point. He didn't have a very scoring. good game. Hey, no, no he, he didn't. He didn't Similar to Jack Harrison, game, he didn't. Did he? he played shit and scored <laughs> and got an assist. <laughs> um, and the last thing was um, Somerville. Yeah, sorry, we've already spoken about Somerville. There's no doubt he's a good player. There's no doubt he's great with the ball at his feet. But he needs to start working harder for the team for me if he wants to be an established starter for for, for us moving forward. One other person's agreed with Gilly. Congrats. There's about, 50, there's about 50 more above that said Harrison's shit, but we'll, we'll pick that one out. Uh, and I'm because I ain't got fence. a mouse tonight. I ain't got a mouse, so I can't do any of the comments. <laughs> I went to a work meeting this afternoon and got my mouse out. Put the mouse back in the house, Forgot to put my mouse back in, me, uh, in my laptop bag, so I'm, I'm, I'm mouseless. Um, but yeah, right, Gilly, let's move on to a, a little bit of prediction, shall we? Water no better predictions. Right. So I, I, I'm going to start us off. Cause? Yeah, I'm going to start us off by going with the uh, the negatives. Um, what about I mean, get Joe's a... out there first? Because I've seen him in the comments. Hi, Joe. By the way, uh, Joe just got Joe. no points. Joe, Joe went with the two-one uh, Leeds win. Um, feeling so... better. Yeah. So I, you know, he was only one goal away from it. <laughs> um, <laughs> So the fans went 2-0 Brighton. That was Napper in the comments last week. So they get a minus three. Smarty, also in the comments, went 3-1 Brighton. Gets himself a minus three. Um, then we look at... Uh, so Big Lou went 5-0 Leeds. <laughs> he gets no points. I think he's just hoping that he gets a really, really weird result right um, that nobody else can get. And, yeah, and, and just try and get now. himself off bottom of the league. He's gone route um, one. <laughs> um, then just, Sai... no, just hold on. We're not doing predictions for this weekend, folks. We're doing the last week's predictions. Oh, yeah, we're talking about uh... Brighton game. Uh, sorry, I should have introduced it with that. Uh, so, Sai, uh, zero points. Bren, zero points. Uh, Joe, we've already said. 
Um, stats, unfortunately, I didn't get a prediction from, so zero points. Uh, Do you get minus for no prediction? No. <laughs> Don't be mean. I think that's uh, pretty fair. So then we move into uh, points. So th there's quite a few points being handed around. Jason went 1-1. One, one. He gets himself three points. Bastard. Luke went 1-1. One, one. Gets himself three points. Um, Carl, Gilly, and Jay went 2-2. Two, two. Fucking Jay's flying at the top, <laughs> isn't he? What does that mean for the leaderboard? For the leaderboard, what that means. Why do you look like, why do you look like a toy, Jay? Because <laughs> I'm a fucking ace and everyone wants me at Christmas. <laughs> what that means is uh, Carl jumps up three positions in the league. The fans drop three positions in the league. And although everybody else stays uh, in their same position, Jay is now on 22 points with Luke second place. On 16. 12 points. <laughs> then Jason and... behind him. Before mm, this week. No, you were eight behind him. You were on you nine and he was on fuck? 17. You've had a bad time here, mate. <laughs> Even though you were in second position, you were eight behind him. <laughs> Stretch Jay strong. <laughs> <laughs> and then just to run through the others, uh, Jason and myself are in joint third. Uh, then it's Carl on many? seven points. Stats on four points. Eh? What are you and Carl on? Uh, no, me and Jason are on ten. Two points behind you. Uh, then Carl on seven. Stats on four. Joe on three. Fans on one. Bren on one. Cy and Scotty from LUTV on zero. Smarty on a big minus two. Second bottom <laughs> of the league. Just above Big Lou on minus 15. Oh, wow. <laughs> Fucking hell. You'd have to get a lot wrong to get minus 15, wouldn't you? That's backing He's against Lee. 13 points behind second ball. <laughs> I just want to say I thanks, think we Mark. can safely yeah. say where the wooden spoon's going. Um, there's, there's, there's not a lot to get excited about at my age, mate. Can I make a request? That oh, moving God. forward, whoever is higher in the league and on, on that podcast, they put their predictions in first. <laughs> if you want <laughs> so basically Jay, so Jay tonight Jay will give his first I'll go second then you tactical first. eh yeah fine tactical <laughs> I see yeah yeah. just copy Jay then I'll just stay where I am by the looks of it because he's an absolute footballing genius but staying well, where you are has no yeah. use is it you're miles behind him you need to get no, some no, absolutely yeah of course I do that's exactly what I meant yeah 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 right then um, we're going to uh, Jay's part of the show this week um oh, and Jesus. yeah, because we haven't got uh we haven't got him with us, have we? Yeah, um, <laughs> Jimmy Neutron has decided to just comment because he was too busy because he was meant to be covering me tonight because I did his BNC and completely forgot. But yeah, poll <laughs> results. Let's get it up. Twitter poll results. Give it to us, right. Fair enough. Here we go. Uh, most weeks, we haven't recently, but, you know, we're going back to normal now, normal as we get. So we have a poll, and you guys get to decide what the main topic of the pod is. So tonight's selections, we had our forward line versus our relegation rivals. Will he drooped? Should he start? Does Javi stay if we stay up? And style of play slash adapting tactics to suit the opposition. And the winner with a mighty 32% there, it was pretty evenly spread, to be fair. Uh, it's tactics. What? 
Well, the tactics. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, so I, I obviously knew this one. Uh, I knew this one earlier, so I uh, I didn't want to get too much into it in in terms of, of of specifically the Brighton game anyway. But for me, you look over the last five games, Gratch has been in charge four games now. Fulham, no, he had he had Southampton, Fulham, Chelsea. Is that it? Oh, Southampton, Fulham, yeah. Chelsea. Yeah, four games. You look at those four games, and I don't remember one of them where we've set up similarly. I can uh, see in terms of personnel, philosophy. No, no, sorry, tactically, not not not, not personnel. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. In terms of our so 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 in terms of the answer to tactics, I feel and I know we mentioned this with Joe the other night that. We don't have an identity now. It is our identity that we can chop and change and 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 have a plan for every different team that we come up against. Have an alternate plan is what I mean. Not play. You look at the way we lined up against Fulham, where we played three in midfield and we, we, we dominated the game against Fulham. You look at then on the flip side of that against Chelsea, where we weren't as, um, I don't know, affluent with the ball we weren't you know we were a little bit tighter uh if any if there was any two comparisons to make i think the two closest comparisons to make were would would be chelsea and brighton in terms of our style but i don't think we've played the you know the exact same same style tactically in any four of those games for me which i think is a bit of a bonus and i think it's something that we definitely need in a relegation battle after what we've been watching all this season i think it's great I mean, I don't particularly think the style is great, but the fact that we now have a coach who somehow was like eighth choice, but seems to be a cut above half the people that were mentioned before him. Um, and this guy's come in and he, he actually looks like he studies the opposition. He makes a plan specific to that opposition and to the players that he's got available. He doesn't just go out there and say, my way's the right way, guys. Yeah, sports. You know, it's fucking, <laughs> he adapts and I love it. I love it. I, I like to see that. And we're not always going to see the kind of football we want to see. But the fact that he neutralizes specific threats, tries to exploit specific openings, you know, I love it. That's what football should be. That's what a manager should be doing for me. That's what I want to see. I, I, I think it's really refreshing. I'm really pleased that we're seeing this. Yeah. I'd agree, and just to echo your point about um, uh, relegation battle, that that's really what you need on a run-in because what we need to do is we need to be able to neutralise our opponents um, mm. because it's it's don't lose and then win um, because every single point now is absolutely critical. Um, so I, I do think that's important. I think you know if you look at the list of our managers, um, I mean, Marsh didn't have plan A. Um, Bielsa had plan A and then plan B was made plan A better and I think out of the last 10, 12 managers we've had um, you can probably only look at uh, Snake, Monk and, and McDermott as managers that would set up uh, in a way that meant their opponents couldn't just uh, impress their game plan on, on, on the on the match, and, and you know, let's let's not get away from it. We've had some absolute fucking dross in that time scale, 
Um, so that, that that's why, because the, a lot of them didn't have the ability to set a side up in the way that yeah. they needed to be set up. But I think it, I, it might be that given time, um, the current manager is able to impress his own identity on the side and what that will be will be interesting. I think if you look at um, time at other clubs, um, it, you don't really pick out one clear manner of playing and manner of setting a side up. He's done three at back, he's done three in midfield, he's done two up top, he's done a 4-2-3 a one as we've got now. It, it, you know, it, There isn't anything clear that comes out as that is that manager's identity. Yeah, I think what that actually probably tells you is he uses what he's got available to him and he, 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 puts to, he puts together and sets up a side to its strengths and that's absolutely what we need right now. How yeah, long have think... we been watching... Sorry, Luke. No, you're all right. How long have we been watching football where we've had round pegs in square holes, you know, where we've been forcing players to try and fit a system and do things yeah. that are not natural to them? Yeah. Where's that got us? Ages, absolutely ages. And, and just on that, do you think, do you think we've... Do you think? Do you think this style, because we're in a relegation battle, and be, you know the difference, the differing in styles between, um, you know, only having an attacking plan, plan A, and and going for it in in Bielsa and Marsh. Is, I mean, I'm not in any way suggesting they're any way similar. But, 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 <laughs> Even but, though we were told that we were specifically no, told yeah. that they were the natural yeah. successor. But yeah, but do we think because do you think teams that need to be a little bit more submissive in in, in their games, you know, that the, the, the chances are that we're going to be under the cosh in a lot of these games because we are in a relegation battle. Do you think a manager has to have these different plans because we're we're almost you know we're almost going to be on the back foot in the majority of games, or will we see a different style come out against? I don't know when we play Forest and Palace and teams that in and are in and around us, or do, do 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 you still think that we'll 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 consider to be you know that little bit more passive and and you know let them play a bit or I don't I don't know where I stand. I'd like to see us go for it a bit more and and at some point we need to take the gloves off you know because we're nineteenth in the league you know we, we've got mm. we've got to take the gloves off against some sides and go for it because there's some games there that we we just have to win. Um, what 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 do you think? I think it's a fair shout. I think we've, we don't have a lot of data to go off. Um, you know, he's not had, he's had three games in the in the league. Uh, one of them were against a, 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 one of the worst sides we've seen in seasons, uh, and the other two are, are against sides that expect to be able to dominate us uh, in Brighton and Chelsea. So I think it, it, there's not a lot for us to go on yet. Um, and there might not be to the end of the season. Now, there's a potential that we fall into the same trap as we did with Marsh of let's just get to the end of the season and survive, and then we can take a look at it. Mm. I don't think we're in exactly the same situation in as much as um, I think he's already shown that he's got a bit more about him in terms of that adaptability as a manager. Um, but he's not had long with the players, um, and he's come into a side. You know, I think it might be more illuminating as to what he does after the international break when he's actually had a chance to work with these players, yeah. um, at least the ones that, that are away for the international break. But um, so I, I think that, that adaptability is is key for a manager to be able to get up to speed quite quickly because he knows multiple ways of playing and he knows what he wants from them for each each game. So it'll be a case of right, I already know what I want to do in this game because I know what the opposition's going to do. Um, so I think in terms of that, that's that's really, really important for us at this point. Um, I think where that falls down slightly, and I'm not denigrating him already because he, need, he needs to be given some time, um, is 
he's a manager and you look at his career, he's not had a long time at any of his clubs. Um, it, it's a, is it a long-term manager that, that, that he can really impress upon a squad? Uh, he, he can recruit the players that he wants to recruit. He, can, he, he knows what he wants to achieve from those players. You know, is he a reactive manager or is he one that's got a strategy and he wants to build a squad? And it looks over his ter- over the term of his career. I think 18 months is his average time span at a club. Uh, and that's over quite a lot of clubs. So it'll be interesting to see just how he approaches the summer should we get to summer and, and maintain our league placing. Are you all right, Bandy? We're always interacting <laughs> with the audience. It's just, you know, sometimes we have to finish what we're saying, mate. You have to just you know, be patient sometimes. Most and of the comments are just insulting. Bandy also anyway. agreed with, with, with me on Harrison as well, by the way. So, yeah. Um, he wasn't just Charlie. I was going to say, um, we had a comment there from Clayton, actually, um, just saying it must be a nightmare to prepare against at the moment because you don't know what we'll do. And that, that's great. I think it's awesome. Um, that reflects that reflects when... that reflects on on Brighton at the weekend. And uh, for me, when we when we lined up against Brighton in, in defence, we had two up top, flat, yeah, yeah, but two yeah. up top. We didn't we didn't press with them. But there's Bamford and Aronson, um, and and they weren't expecting that. They were expecting one no. and to be able to pass it round him. Yeah, and I think that's, that's the first time we've done that, was, isn't it? Yeah, and that's why they were so frustrated, and that's why it felt like they were just hanging onto the ball because they were like, "Hold up, what the fuck's going on here?" Like, yeah, you could see them waiting for gaps to open and they didn't. Yeah. yeah. And they, they weren't sure what to do then. And it threw their game plan. And that's what I want to see. We, we're not going to, regardless of what Jesse fucking Marsh seemed to think, we're not going to go out there, a team bereft of confidence and impose our style of play on people. We're just not. We're not going to do that. We have to absorb their style of play. We have to neutralise it. Yeah. It's a question for you pressure then. And stop them doing what they do. If we get a break, we get a break. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. Does does Graccia know his best starting 11 or does that change depending on who we play? I think he knows probably eight or nine of his best starting 11. Gilly? Yes. (laughs) Yes to Jay or yes to me? Different opinions. Yes yes to you. (laughs) Both. Both. I, I, I think um, he's not had a fully fit squad to pick from. If you think about, you know, Rodrigo coming back into the side, Cine come, come I know he only got about thirty seconds in the end because the ball didn't go out. For, oh, well, we were we were defending corners, don't want we? And you don't you don't make a change when you're defending corners. It's a nightmare. So um, I know he only got thirty seconds, but getting him back, getting Rodrigo on the pitch. Rodrigo looked rusty, but do you know what? That's fine. He's just coming back from injury. He's going to be a bit rusty. So what? Um, so I, I, get, getting those players back. Uh, Rocker, I think, were out for a couple of games when he first came in. Um, so I think um, it, it, it might not quite know what his strongest eleven is, um, but I do think that he'll be adapting the squad to the the the, uh, the sides that we're going to be playing against. Because um, I think right now that adaptability that he's got, or that we've, we we think that we've seen so far, um, is how he'll get at teams as well. Because you're right in in the, the statement of taking the gloves off, um, we have to be at hurt teams when you know you're not going to be a hundred percent of the time and, unless you are a Champions League side playing against a, a lower league opposition or whatever. You're not going to impress yourself a hundred percent of the time. There's going to be periods of the game when you're not on top, uh, and whether in those uh, and and being resilient enough to be able to come back and and to to then impress yourself on the game that's important. And I think that that's that's where the game plans come in of how you're going to hurt the opposition. And that's that's where P- 
picking the right personnel is. So um, I think it's it's right. You know, we see Willie being managed at the moment, um, and and I think that's a good thing as well because just to load the amount of pressure that must have and, and it seemed like you were coping with it. But that's that's not sustainable on somebody that's that. I don't, have a, I don't only think it was the the pressure and, and the management of him specifically. Well, I do actually. That's probably a lie. I think I think because he was in such good form when he came into the team, because he was an unknown as such to to the Premier League sides, that they they they, they, they then for the the opposition focused their efforts on Willie Onto. You know, they made sure that he couldn't play. Now yeah. taking him out of that because he was it, it, people are saying he's out of form, he's out of form. He wasn't. He was just being bet, bet, better managed against. Sorry, the, the opposition managers were, were, were managing him and, and learned how to deal with him by just sticking extra playing on him, and that that was it. You know, he, 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 he can skin one player if there's two on him. He, pa- he has to pass the ball backwards, and he's he's, he's completely ineffective. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. And, 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 and I think taking him out of that is great management because, and then bringing him into a game where, look at the weekend, for me, he changed the game when he came on. We were on the front foot as soon as he came on. Um, and, and, and... Yeah, ultimately got that second get that got that second goal, which which, which gave us the equaliser. But I think, I think, I think the reason I ask that is with Marsh or even with Bielsa, if we had a fully fit squad, you could pretty much name the lineup without looking. Yeah, yeah. Now with with Gracia, I don't feel that's the case. I wouldn't have picked that starting lineup at the weekend, but he still managed to come away with a point. See yeah. what I mean? I think I think there's. Who would you have changed? I I wouldn't have started Harrison. Um, based on his current form, I think I don't think he's been good enough. And and I, obviously, a little bit of hindsight in there would have probably told told me we should have started him with a goal and an assist. But um, the reason I wouldn't have started him is because I think we need our best eleven available on the pitch all the time. And I've just pro- totally contradicted what I said about good, good management of Nonto because <laughs> I would have start I would have started I would have started Nonto. Do you know what I mean? So mm. so whilst I think it's good management, I as a fan and uh, as a fan of the club want to see our best eleven. Trying to win every game, and but ultimately it's not about that at this stage of the season. And I understand that, I do understand it, but 
it's frustrating. It is frustrating when you see Jack Harrison, who's probably had a four or four or five out of ten for the last three four weeks. Um, <laughs> pod hey, dodger in the comments. <laughs> pod dodger. <laughs> That's Carl, everybody. Uh, you might not know him actually. He's not been on for that long. Um, <laughs> uh, so yeah, look, it's 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 almost a. Be careful what we wish for with with mm. with, with the lineups and stuff. But I think I think Gracchi has got it in him. I think he's got that. I love that he don't give things away. I love that he's yeah. the polar opposite of 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 Bielsa and even of Marsh, who used to just talk waffle sometimes. He's he's very straight talking. He gets to the point. He doesn't tell you. There was he was asked a question in the last um, the last press conference around who's been the best finisher in training. He says, I'm not going to tell you that. Brighton will just put two men on the on that player. He says, I'm not going to tell you that. Like I love that about him. I think I think that shows a little bit of, you know, a bit of prowess, a little bit of tactical prowess. Why would you give that away? Why would you give the opponents an, an advantage by telling them who you're going to play? I mean, Bielsa oh, did yeah. it. It was almost it was almost He did it at first, but he learned, didn't he? He did. He did learn. He did learn. I mean, I, I, don't, I don't want to go into loads of comments about old coach and uh, he, look, he was the best thing yeah, that's happened to me for a very long time. So, um, but 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 I like that little bit of cloak and dagger about him. A little bit of you know you'll see on Saturday sort of thing. And ultimately, he's yeah. it's it's coming off for him. So if we mm. can continue in this vein of form, you know, three points from every four games, we'll be more than happy. Safe. I don't think we'll do it for the remainder of the season. When you look at the end of the season, you look the last four games specifically um but but yeah for me in terms of tactics it is nice although it's not nice to watch and it was it was frustrating to watch as a fan i think saturday definitely for me um and it's something we have to gonna we're gonna have to get used to as, as fans of leeds that yeah. we're not gonna see a high pressing high energy style anymore we're gonna see something completely different we're gonna and we're gonna be in and out of that bottom three for a while it ain't gonna be anytime soon Absolutely. Um, yeah. So, 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 yeah. I, 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 like what I see, but I also don't like what I see because I don't like. I don't like. <laughs> I like what I see from. But you like seeing Leeds staying up. I like seeing getting points. I yeah, like to see. Exactly. I like to. See, I like to see us having a, a an alternative plan. I like to see us, you know, not just being passed around like we're under nines. I also like to see us, you know, put a bit of fight out on, you know, a bit of fight in a bit of bit bit of needle and that. But I, I also don't. I'm not a massive fan of just. Watching Brighton pass it across the back four for five or six minutes. Um, yeah, absolutely. But, but ultimately, we've got we've we've got to have. There's got to be some happy medium somewhere for us as fans. If we want to stay up, it's the type of football we're going to have to endure till the mm. end of the season, probably in some games. Um. So so yeah. Look, is there anything you'd change ta- tactically then in terms of in terms of what we're doing at the minute? Or anything? Well, Bandy wants feel... two strikers. Well, yeah, great point, uh, Bandy. Thanks, uh, thanks. I thought you were going to watch City anyway. Anything, anything else you you two would, or anything in specifically that you would have changed? Would you would you have started with that lineup, Jay, at the weekend? Would you would you have started Harrison realistically after in his current form? I'm not sure. I'd have had to think about it. It, it, it depends who's available <laughs> and who's fit. Like if Sinny's fit, you're going to start him, I think. But he's not, so you're either putting Nonto back in, or you you have to weigh up whether he's more important as an impact sub. And I think. The, the thing there were to frustrate them and stop them playing the game. And in that situation, <clears throat> I can't speak, can't speak. In that situation, <laughs> you want Nonto to come on when they're a bit fed up and a bit tired. So I don't know. I might have done. I might have done. Yeah. It, it, wasn't, it wasn't obvious enough that it was 
the wrong lineup to me for me to say I would yeah. change it, but I don't know. I'm doing a lot of contradicting myself tonight because I actually said on Joe's show, and I can remember saying it now. I I understand why this why he started Harrison because he offers us mm. a lot more defensively. I understand why he started him. I do get it. I get get why he started, but yeah, I almost want us to start a better player, which sounds daft, I know, but... I think if you're going to start Somerville on one wing, Luke, you've got to have a winger on the other side who is going to track back, because otherwise yeah, you've got two sides point. that are going to be wide open. Yeah, fair point, fair point. And since, I mean, since, from what we've seen of Sinner, which is very, very little, he he, he works hard defensively as well. Um, one thing to note as well in terms of wingers, we have a lot of left wingers and not so many people who like playing out on the right. Yeah, Just we saw that say. when when Willie came on, didn't we? Because Jackie went out at right. Yeah. Um, so you've got a left winger on on, on right again. Um, I, I think it, I think that's a fair. You know, the the thing around Jimmy and I, I don't I don't want to just repeat everybody, but it, it is a bit of an issue that we don't seem to get the the, the tracking back out of him. You know, in a four two three one, that is an important role, and he does it need to give Ailing a bit more. It does. It makes me worry that he's got a massive ego and thinks he's like so good you don't have to do defensive stuff and if you're banging them in every week then fair enough you get away with it don't you but he's yeah. not so what, i think so yeah, that, if, if you think just think of what what marsh said when um when willie first joined and he said uh he's had such a big impact on jimmy yeah, uh yeah. Or, well i, I called remember. him creed didn't he but um he, he's had such a big impact on him um and he, he was talking about him as a person um but as as he was training as he was at, at home outside of, of the club and so on. And he was saying that it had a really big impact on him. And you're thinking there is, was that just a short term and actually he's just gone, he's reverted to type. Um, mm. But you can't get away with that at this level if you're no. not going to put the work in. And, you know, I, I think I've probably already given the game away. I would have started Jackie and a lot of it was work rate. Uh, you know, yeah. Paddy's goal comes from Harrison's work rate. He wins the ball on the left. He keeps it in, and he plays. He plays Paddy in, and without closing down and without winning the ball, you're not there, are you? So, uh, I, I, Jimmy's proving a bit of an issue in that it almost will turn into if you don't start him up front, where do you play him? Because it, it does leave us exposed. Yeah, yeah and it's and it's fine if you're playing in a if you're playing in a in a Paris Saint Germain team where you're expected to have ninety percent of the yeah. ball and you'd lean on Messi. It's fine. You can hang yeah, around and do exactly, that, you know. Yeah. You can you, you can get away with it, but in a yeah. team that's in a relegation battle where every inch of grass needs covering to to try and get that additional point and whatever, yeah. it's 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 just yeah, it, it, it's 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 almost a cardinal sin not to run back and help out your defender in in that situation. Do you know? Yeah, it's yeah, it is. It's, it's, and Clayton just it. made the point that we made last week. Um, Whoa. <laughs> uh, with this one I'd like to see Aaron on the right wing again I think we made that point he does he, he works hard he doesn't he doesn't produce in the same way you know Jimmy scored in four games him and uh, Rodrigo scored in four games on bounce each didn't they he doesn't give that sort of impact but he does give the defensive cover so you you, you lose some of that attacking stuff mm. now if you've got Jackie on the other on the other side can you get away with that because you've got the additional work rate it, it's all uh, positives and negatives, I, I suppose, and it's all a game of opinions. But uh, it does feel to me like um, you lose some of that attacking bit. If you've got Cine back playing through the middle, though, I think you get away with that. Yeah, I think you're right. Mm. So, what? So, so, imagine everybody who came on or, or featured at the weekend is now fit. Uh, who is who? Who is your front <laughs> four? 
Gilly, I'll start with you because you look Can like... Can I play sweating. five? <laughs> no. Uh-huh. Um, front four starting. Narrow it down. Are we play- well, I'm not going to ask we which team. Four, two, we played 4-2-3-1. We- no, are we playing against the side that we expect to compete with or are we playing against the we're Champions playing Wolves League? Away. We're playing Wolves away. Right, okay. And everybody's uh, thinking. Then I, I probably don't start Jackie. I probably start Willie on the left and I'm probably Sinny on the right with Rodrigo in the middle behind Bamford. You've picked exactly what I were going to pick. I, I'd probably go with that. I'd probably go with that. <laughs> Fucking hell, have we all just agreed on something? <laughs> oh, <laughs> Jesus. It's Somebody's sticking pins in. into us somewhere. Let <laughs> me get out of here. Um, so um, we said that, that it don't pick itself, but then we've all picked exactly yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no. but I will, I will, But I will hazard, I would hazard a bet that even if they were all fit, that wouldn't be Gratch's starting. Front well, front. yeah. No, you're probably right. <laughs> yeah, maybe not. Um Danny Rumsey's Danny gone for Rutter at 10. Oh no, Rutter on the right, sorry. Sydney I don't I've not been massively I mean, I, look, we've got to we've got to we've got to take this with a pinch of salt, you know. Look, he's come from a foreign country, he's he speaks French, he's 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 20 years old and he's been brought for a lot of money. There's a lot of weight of expectation on him, but shit I'm that Luke. Pardon? <laughs> so you'll never sing up. that <laughs> um, <laughs> but yeah I just feel I feel I feel Rutter isn't ready to start for us I think he needs to be broken in uh, very very oh, steady on you've been talking about <laughs> passing around under nines now you want to break Rutter in are you all right? You want to get back on yeah. caffeine and I don't, alcohol? I don't think Robert agrees with us. <laughs> Come on, Robert. Give us your front four. Robert, I love Robert, by the way. because I just every, can't wait for every, his pod review on Twitter. Afterwards. Yeah, every, every, after every pod, he, he, he sort of dissects everything I say and then tweets it to me uh, about where I've, <laughs> what I've said wrong. <laughs> it's um, good. You need this, Luke. It does you good. Yeah, look, I, uh, He's coaching you. Yeah, there's a lot of people saying Rutter. Now, I think they're probably picking Rutter based on the price we've paid for him. I think sensibly, what we've seen of Gigi Rutter isn't, doesn't worry him starting over somebody like Bamford because in our team, you, you just get Nigel's comment up for me there, Gilly, the bottom. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah, so so, so he's he, he's sacrificed Bamford for, for Rutter there. I don't think he's ready yet. I'd, and, I'd and guess not, that's Rodrigo up front. Would yeah. you say? Rodrigo oh, from Rutter behind with Nonto and Sinyot wings. Got maybe, be. yeah. Um oh Rutter Rutter's Rodrigo's probably interchangeable, I suppose, if you were to play that play those two. Um but look, I yeah, I think that I think with a player in, we've seen flashes of what he what he's capable of. Um, but do I think he's ready to be starting over, you know, somebody who can get a goal out of nothing like we've seen, seen at the weekend, albeit he's been pretty poor this season as well, uh, what we've seen of him uh, as Bamford, but he has got that in him. You know that yeah. he's all for for me. Paddy Manford is the perfect striker that can't finish. Yeah, <laughs> it's like a great he, he wild without the, the goals. He does everything else. He do, you watch him. His movement when you watch because when you watch on telly, it's really difficult to see how good he is because you don't see him digging digging into the centre backs and you know pulling them about and you know making yeah. runs and, and and just unselfish. He's unselfish as a striker, um, but his finishing is just absolute dog shit. <laughs> so like. Is, yeah. he, He's he, he's the perfect striker that that can't finish. So like, and I, to leave him out, I feel would be detrimental while he's while he's fit to lead to lead us into a, a relegation battle charge or whatever you want to call it. relegation avoidance. I don't know what what do you want to call it. 
Relegation fight, relegation battle. Relegation fight, yeah. Survival? Survival, <laughs> yeah. Super invariable. Just survive. Let's, <laughs> let's, let's see how many synonyms we can find for staying up. <laughs> um, yeah, and look, we've all agreed. I think, I think nobody's ever really going to agree, even though all three of us just did. Um, <laughs> but yeah, right, let's, let's, here's, let's, one, here's one for you, Luke, on. just before we move off that. Uh, in terms of the um, the personnel in behind them, so we play a double pivot at the moment. Um, Rocker for me, oh, and there were a couple of chances that he had that he just spooned completely. And he's coming back into the side as well. Um, McKenny, uh, who it's would not be his best two? role? Is it? He's who'd not his best two? role. Um, who would be my two? I think I think I would stick with Adams and Rocker. Yeah. All right, well, just to stop it from being a complete fucking twilight zone, I'll go with Adams and McKenny. <laughs> I, I would go Adams and Rocker myself. I, I think um, uh, I think we'd seen enough earlier in the season of the two of them working together uh, that there's enough That's there to get, to get us over the line. That's my argument. I think McKenny adds a different dynamic in there, but... I also think he's lacking a lot of confidence. I think I think he's. Yeah. I don't think he's he's That's the player. I, I don't think he's the player that we that we thought we'd signed. Um, um, he's yet to play in his favoured position apart from Fulham, where he was quite good. I think that was his best game for us, where he was played slightly more advanced. Um, I think he'd probably work better in a three. Mm. Um, and that showed he still wasn't great against Fulham by by all means. I think he played even more advanced, even almost a ten against Fulham sometimes. Um, but but I, the, he's clearly a. He's clearly a talented player. From you know, you don't play for Juventus if you're not a good player. Um, mm. You don't get signed by Juventus from from was it Wolfsburg? I think um, it was Germany. I can't remember where. I think it was Wolfsburg. Anyway, but he, 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 look, he, he, this system I don't think suits him. In a nutshell, I don't think he likes playing as a double pivot. I don't think he really likes defending all that much. Really, I think he likes to be. Eight. Yeah, he's, he's, that's exactly yeah. what he is. He's a box-to-box midfielder yeah. that's not had the opportunity because we either play at the moment backs to the wall or before that under Marsh, fucking all guns blazing. There's no happy <laughs> All medium. running after the ball. Yeah. Um, I think so... I think what you could do with him when he were fully fit, and I'm not I'm not saying he's the same player before anybody gets on me back, but if you look at our Champions League squad, if Ola Dukar oh, was yeah. injured, you could put McKenny in, in front of Batty. Yeah. Um. And, and do that different that different role. Um. I you know I loved watching the two of them play, and I'm not oh, saying I that he's a, he, he, you know I'm not saying he can have that same level of impact for us, but it, it's almost that if you've got somebody that's anchoring a little bit, he'll really relish getting forward. I think yeah. he's got it in his locker to do the um, the yeah. defensive work, but I don't think it's something that he relishes. That's almost us getting a four star McKenny as opposed to a five star in a, in his suited system. I think I, I just don't yeah. think we're I think I think we could get a lot more out of him if he was played in his you know in, in his most suited position. But but again, that would that that would probably mean sacrificing either a ten or or one of the defensive yeah. midfielders and playing with one pivot. So which would probably it's a different shape it. entirely, doesn't it? Really, yeah, I mean, if you does. think you know, we we talked about the four three three. Well, that don't give you an eight because he's going to be asked to do some work out out, out wide at points. Um, you know, you, you almost have to go to a, a four a four four two. Um, to really, I, I don't know what Juventus were playing, and they, they, they seemed to be. Getting... It was actually playing right wing back for Juventus. No, I, I, that that were just filling in. I mean, if if they had everybody fit, I, I don't know what he would have played for them. Um, but um, you know, 
he, he seems to have it. You know, there were there were times against Chelsea, um, and certainly against Southampton, where he kind of took the ball and then just kept hold of it and went, "We'll come and get it then." Um, mm. And and you know, he, he did front some of that up. Um, I think I think he's got some growing into the English game to do because it is far far tougher than the Italian game. Uh, yeah. In terms of the pace of it, there's just there's just no comparison, is there? So um, yeah, it's, it's it's one of those. But but yeah, I mean, to, back to the point. I, I think uh, the defense is picking itself at the moment, uh, and that was just the other question I had: is is Rocker and Adams or uh, McKenney and Adams? Yeah, um, just on this, uh, I've seen, well. seen rumours about you. I've seen it as well, and I literally laughed into me uh, <laughs> decaf coffee this morning when I said, "All right," because uh, there is absolutely no way we are going to be stupid enough to put Willie into them. Maybe if they offered Western and fifty million, potentially we might have a deal. It'd have to be at that level. It yeah, would have yeah. to be at that level. We we have no marketable now. To entertain that deal, we already have a deal in place for McKenny. We don't yeah, have to negotiate. If we stay up, we buy McKenny for thirty-three million. Is it? Something like Something that, like yeah. That, yeah. I think. Um, so yeah, they're not gonna start throwing well, I mean, you never know with Victor or what he what he might be trying to do, but um Fucking right man. then, we've had a bit of a chat. How we've we've not really gone into what we expect Saturday. We'll we'll go into that a little bit then. Um we've talked about tactics and things, but in terms of expectations, um obviously they're a bit hit and miss of wolves at the minute. Um obviously they they brought in uh, their new manager, which who is was it Lopetegui? Lopetegui, yeah. Yeah, yeah, uh, and had a few good results. Um, still in the mixer, though, for that relegation fight. They're still, in, they're still one of those bottom eight or nine clubs that, that could get relegated quite easy. Um, how, do we see, how do we see the flow of the game going? Do we see a Brighton-type style, or do we see a bit more gloves are off? We've got to try and, try and maybe go for a win, or do we, do we, do we, are we happy with a point there? I think it's an away fixture, so it's going to be cautious, but... I think they're also a team that are ripe for going at. They, they just don't have much resilience about them. They have had a few good results, but they always look dodgy. They're, they're not a convincing side. It's, it is pretty dodgy Wolverhampton anyway, isn't it? Let's be honest. Yeah. <laughs> it will be when I go there. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I, I want to see us go at them a bit, but I suspect we probably won't. I want to see us go at them. I think they're a, t- a side that are vulnerable. It's a place where you could get the crowd on their backs if you get the upper hand, you know. But they're struggling think, to score goals as well. They're missing a strike. Yeah, yeah. They've got they've got they've got no there's nobody bagging for them at the minute. So Which is weird because they do have some good attacking players. Yeah, yeah. Which means they'll probably score five against us at, uh, Oh, absolutely, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Fucking hell. Hold my um, beer, Leeds United. <laughs> but yeah, I mean I, I, I want to see us go at them, but I don't think we'll take that approach. I think it'll be more of the same. I think a bit more caution, I, try and get I a think, break. Gilly, maybe to up top again, maybe. So I think, in terms of the uh, the shape of the game itself, I think we can be, we we will be able to be a bit more cautious because if you think of the the crowd and the unrest, you know, we spoke about um, the crowd was for turning just as that goal went in from Paddy. I think that's right, but when you're playing away from home, you get a bit more freedom to be able to take that sort of approach. There's less pressure on you as an away side. Mm-hmm. So I, I do, you know, there were no fans. Yeah, so, but I, I think, I think in terms of the shape, but, but I mean in terms of the shape and the coaching and the fact that you know, mm. it, it, it's from a from a fans and crowd perspective, you're not going to get the sort of stick, even if every fan in an away 
and is giving you stick, you're not going to hear it in the same way you do it. Uh, um, it's, it's just yeah, you're no. not going to do it. There's you know tens of thousands of people different. So I think um, it, it might be one of those where we we look to play our way into the game. I think it will be keep it tight to start with and play our way in. Um, I think I, I I expect Willie to come on late, later on. Um, maybe maybe I, I'd like to see him on the hour rather than any later than that. Uh, but I think uh, potentially will be used as an impact. I think if you look at their centre backs, um, I think they're both suspect. Um, I think if you if you get at um, uh, is it um, K- Kilman? No, he's not been playing, has he? I don't know if he's been he's injured. Not. He's not been playing. Um, Kilman and and is it Dawson? Um, they can be got at. They really can be got at. Um, and I think if you look at their, you know, you, you say that they're struggling for goals. It was Pang that scored at the weekend. I think Jimenez is very, 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 very lucky not to have been sent off. Uh, he it, always I is. He, I think he'd been booked and then it, that were an absolute blatant dive. Um, they're absolute rats, aren't they? I hate Wolves. Yeah, they yeah. They're an awful team to play against. And that's why I think we might look to keep it tight and play our way into the game because of their sort of approach to the game. Not, not, not the way that they set up the side... Or, or, or the the personnel, just their mindset going into a game is spoil, spoil, dive, spoil, cheat as best we can, mm. and then look look to see what we can get. Um, so, you think so we'll try and soak them up a bit at first, just see what they're doing rather than go at them. I don't think we'll stand off in the way that we did against Brighton, mm. um, but I, I don't I don't think it will be anything like gung ho. Um, but I think I think what we might look to do is, is build our own approach a bit more steadily, so a bit more ball retention. I think, um, which is very very difficult against the side like Brighton. <laughs> you look you look at um, when Melly had the ball, he would be playing it to Cock, he, he would be playing it to Ailing, but Cock's already under pressure. Ailing's under pressure as soon as he's got the ball, and we're inviting pressure on ourselves. Yeah. We won't get that against Wolves. They won't won't be able to do that against uh, sides. Whereas Brighton, they're a very, very old side very as well. They're, you know, you look at look at their squad. Yeah. yeah, their average age at the weekend was twenty nine point six years old. Yeah, but Neves is about fifty, so he, he's Routine bringing the average up quite a bit. Yeah. <laughs> about thirty seven. <laughs> and then look, you but know. you bet you, you in comparison, our our average age. Do you want to have a guess? Twenty three and a half. Twenty four. No, it's a bit more than that. 25.7. Um, uh, no, I suppose. We, we Paddy coming back on. Rodrigo came yeah. on. Rock uh, don't, forget, yeah. don't forget, past it, Luke Ehrling. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. 42-year-old. So, they, they, they won't have the energy that, that Brighton had. You know, that, that realistically, they're not going to... They haven't got the quality that Brighton have got. They're not as well drilled as Brighton. Um, yeah. However... They have still got some good players in that side, and they've got game changes in Moutinho, Neves, um, Traore, Gilly. Who? <laughs> <laughs> you just you just know he's going to score against us, don't you? <laughs> I've been hearing that a lot, and he am. Um, just so, want to yeah, see lot... someone smash the fucker into the advertising boards. I... I really yeah. do. I, I expect, I expect a cautious yet. Constructive approach. I think I don't think we'll be as cautious as we were against Brighton, but I still think I still think we'll we might just take one glove off and just have a bit of a go to start with and just see how we get on. If we if we get pinned back and set, you know, he'll change it. I think I think I think going back to what we we're talking about tactically, he's pr- he's not afraid. He's not afraid to uh, 
Robert Wetzel, I've just seen your bastard tweet. He's <laughs> <laughs> having a go already. <laughs> yeah. Oh dear. Leeds Untied wants to have a go at the under nines. Gilly <laughs> <laughs> has a poster of Harrison above his bed. Jay Carter is a superstitious sports lad and happy birthday. Castro tries to hide in the chat. <laughs> Thanks, Robert. Fair enough. Um, Fair enough. So those who don't know, Robert likes to, yeah, critic he doesn't criticize. He's a great fan of the pod. Thanks ever so much, Robert. Um, but um, but yeah, I think I think I think it's got the makings of it'll be very cautious both sides. Both sides know they're in, in that relegation fight massively. And I think it'll be very tense again, which could play to our advantage if we've got a good mm. away following on Saturday. I think, I think, I think that could be beneficial to us. Um could it's a game that could go either way. I I said that if we continue at the start of the show, I, st- I said if we continue with the same um methods or, or the same results. Uh, if, if win one, draw one, lose one, we'll be comfortably safe. I think we'll end up on 40-something points. Um, 39, this, I think, that it come out at. It did. There's 12 games left, which would suggest there's tw- that would suggest 12 points, points, right? 12 points? 36 12 points games, left yeah. to play for. Out of, three, out of three games, win oh, one, draw sorry. one, lose one. I thought you oh, meant, sorry. Uh, no, no, sorry. It'd be 16 points. It'd be 16 points on top of I what I thought you meant to got. play for. <laughs> yeah, no, 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 no. If we continue to win one, draw one, lose one to the rest of the season, that will give us yeah, 16 on top of what we already have, which will put us on 39. You're right. We're on 24, yeah, aren't we? We've already <laughs> called it. It's all Are we on 24 or 23? Uh, we're on 23. Ah, so it will put us on 39. Sorry. We've so yeah, we'll, be, so we'll, be, we'll be comfortably safe on 39, I think, this year, which this would be out I of think our next three. 39, I think, I think sees any yeah. side up this season. I think, I think out of these next three, you look Wolves away... The next one after that, after the international break, is Arsenal at home and then Palace at yeah. home. Uh, sorry, Arsenal away is this Arsenal would be away, my yeah. draw. This would be my draw. The Arsenal would be our loss, and the Palace at home is, would be our winner now next three. That's that's the way I see it. It's I just hope Palace cause... keep their run up because they, yeah. they have one for over oh, ten. Games. No shots on target. <laughs> We've not had a shot on target games. in three games. Yeah. <laughs> it's just crazy. I think Anthony Colour is saying thirty-five um... will do. That is brave. Ooh, no way. I, think it's I so mean, it is brave. Because I wouldn't the, want um, us to stay on that. Are you going <laughs> to let me won't... fucking finish or what? I didn't know you were talking, mate. We Jesus, yet. fucking God. shall I turn it up? <laughs> Fuck me. I, I just, I think it's so tight down Stand there up. this year. Um, because... Uh, he is! Two of the, fuck off. Two of the I'll teams that should be down there and should be anchored to the bottom of, have done all right, you know, and they're further up the league. And that, that means everyone everyone else is in it and it's, it's closer because... It's teams that do win games rather than three teams that are just getting fucking destroyed every week. And it's keeping it tight. And it's good for us because it means there's plenty of teams in reach still. I think it will be a low total this year that keeps teams up. Mate, no wonder we didn't let you fucking speak, you boring (laughs) fat. Why don't you fuck off, you bald bastard? (laughs) Fuck's sake. Go on, Gillies. You had something to say then, sorry. I, I would just, um, you know, it, we, we look across what's coming. I, I know that um, <laughs> there, there, were a couple of, <laughs> there were a couple of comments on, on Twitter about, um, you know, it, it, yeah, getting a point against Brighton's all well and good, but we've gone backwards because Everton have won and Southampton have won, uh, uh, Bournemouth have won um, in games that we didn't expect them to win. Well, yeah, but we can only do what we what we can do against sides that we're playing against. Brighton are a good team. They've played well this season. They're in a, a good league position for a reason. 
So I think um, uh, some of that is is a little misguided, especially when you look at um, the sorts of runnings that other sides have got. You know, we talked about Everton's running. West Ham's is not easy. Um, you know, there, there are plenty of sides down there that have got um, the, the, the Champions League aiming uh, sides to play against. Forest is not easy at all. Um, so I think from, from our standpoint, it's well in our hands and I'm a lot more confident now, even though we've we've lost one draw and one one. I'm, I'm a lot more confident now than I was a month ago about staying up. Yeah, no, I I, I absolutely am. I think we've got I think we've got we've got a lot to be positive about. You know, you look the, the back four picks itself. We weren't in that position. Who would have thought Junior Furpo would have been one of our be- better players so so far this stage? It of the wouldn't season. have been under Jesse Marsh. No, um, and and we 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 look like we know what we're doing. He's probably the main major difference for me. Um, yeah, that's a fair shout. Actually, that that's that's all it is, isn't it? We just look like footballers. Players yeah. know what they're supposed to be doing now. They know what the jobs are. Nobody had a fucking clue before. I'd, I'd, I'd love to know what his tactical briefings were like. Honestly, just for some insight, I'd love to know. <laughs> um, right then, with that in mind, Gilly, your bit of the show again. Take it away. Oh shit! Mr. Hang on. Let me just get back into brand. Here we go. <laughs> Water, no better predictions. Like a well oiled Right. Machine. So if I remember rightly, I'm coming to Jay first because Jay is top of the league. Yeah. But, okay. Um, we've also got uh, the Pod Dodger and uh, Jimmy Neutron in the comments, so I do expect them all in. Um, so Jay, you first. Where are we going? Two nil leads. That's what I thought. All through the pod is where I'm going. Luke looks like that's Clean what he's going to go yeah. for. Clean sheet. Uh, yeah. Luke. One all. Oof. That's not a good result. That's a good, I, said, I said a draw. This one lose to Arsenal. Win against Palace. Um, so I'll I'll say, and uh, I'm not looking in the comments. So I don't know if they've got in the comments yet, Then the, the pair of them. But I've gone 2-1 leads. I think it'll be a tight game. I don't Copy think we'll get a clean sheet. Oh, no, you haven't copied Jay, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> you fucking idiot. <laughs> Jesus. If Leeds yeah, I've, win, I've got, that drops me and puts people above me, because I'll get minus three, won't I, for predicting a draw, and yeah. you, you'll, if Leeds win, you'll pick up at least one point. Yep. Yeah. We got a nil now, City. Fucking hell. It's locked in now, though. Seven nil? Yeah. Wow. So um, I saw there were, there were a penalty and then Alan scored within like two minutes after uh, De Bruyne shot. he's got five. He's got five yeah, now, but, but but after that second one went in, I'm thinking it could be a cricket score. That. I think it were only 23 minutes in, they were 2-0 up. Yeah, De Bruyne um, scored. He replaced I the word tweeted with, with a different word, Robert, I think. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah, so that's ours. Uh, fans, then, who's the first one? I know there were some really early, but we're going to ignore those. So there the were some. So I think, is it Skip? Yeah, go with Skip. Uh, Skip's been before, has he? Yeah, just take Skips. Feasibly melt, skip though, just Skips. Supposed to do. Who one leads? Melt um, in your mouth. I've not seen um, either of them no. two mentioned yet. Those, those two are busy again, apparently. Ah, well, <laughs> do you know, have you seen them together? Have we seen them apart? Are they together tonight? Hey, they having hey, a bit of fun? Who knows, eh? Who knows? <laughs> hey, better offer than that. Um, <laughs> sweet. Yeah. Um, any of you two got a bitter for, for us this week? 
No, I'm good actually. This is where Gilly likes to shine. <laughs> I do a lot of heavy lifting on this, don't I? Don't know if it's I just have to a, be really uh, upset to say out on this. I think it's just a window into my soul, isn't it? It's just an opportunity <laughs> to to offer out the the bitterness. It's your um, therapy. <laughs> you have, you must, we must have one. I mean, let's let's think that what's what's good. There's not a lot to be bitter about, I suppose, in terms of. Of, of the club, but there must have been something that's happened in the Premier League or something this week that we're a little bit shitty about. Ooh. Well, you know, I, I've already touched on it, but the Jimenez thing really, really, it, it was it was awful. I mean, it was disgusting. Um, and, and I think that the, the, there ought to be more done about that because it is awful. Um, and just, and just without... Hold that thought. Ought to know better! <laughs> with Rachel Adadeji! I've done that with my bloody fucking... You're beating well it, mate. How are we going to do it? What is well it? Done. What's it called? My mouse mat. Not my mouse mat. My thing pad. pad. Yeah, my pad. Because I ain't got a bastard mouse. Um, <laughs> go on, sorry, Gary. Continue where you left off, mate. And get angry. Get yeah, real no, angry. I, I don't, I don't know if nasty. I can get real... I, do you know, I think the only the only way I can get real angry this week is uh, is if we go political again. And I don't want to do it after last time. No, and everybody wins does. Um, but fair, fair play to... Fair play to Lineker is all I'll say on that one, um, and um, yeah, I, no, I, I think going going to that that Jimenez one, we've we've seen the way that Wolves play football, we've seen what they do, and it is it, it, it's it's ruining. You know, Bielsa taught us that football's a spectacle. Not everybody can win every game, and not everybody can win every trophy, and therefore, actually, what are you in it for if if it's not to be entertaining? That's not fucking entertaining. Nobody wants to watch that. Um, so I, it, it really it sticks in the crowd, doesn't it? it really, it, it's it's sickening to watch sides just play anti football and dive around and complain and cry and whinge. And for me, I, I still think we're slightly on the wrong side of that. I think Jay, it might have been you earlier on about um, Jack Harrison being a bit honest when somebody's coming fruit, fruit back of him and and yeah. tackled him in, a, in an unfair way. They've got away with it because he's not complained at all. Yeah. That's the wrong end. That's too far down the spectrum to the other end. Football, <laughs> soccer terrorism. I think. I think that there's definitely a balance to be found. Uh, you know, you, you look at um, there's, there's there's some sides that really, really, really build success of it. You look at Atletico Madrid. They were awful. They were a proper nasty team. But at the same time, they also had the ability to play football, and when they had the ball, they could hurt teams. Wolves don't do that. They just. It's, it, I, I don't at, know. At least, at least Diego. The bastard, you fucking got me there. You, know. it, it just, hey, you know, at least Diego really Costa's me injured off. anyway. At least Diego well, Costa's injured. Hey, so hey, let him go. Let him go. Portion. Don't no, no, I'm, I'm reeling nah. him in before he goes too far. <laughs> just, he is one that, that would have scored against us, yeah, without a doubt. Just to, just to elaborate on that a little bit, I think I think for me, it's consistency again, VAR and, 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 and the refs. You look at Casemiro's challenge, which was a red card. You look at the handball, which wasn't given against Scum, uh, given for yeah. Scum, I think. Um, you look at the the penalty shout we had, which by the rule book is a penalty. Um, you look at the goal we conceded at Spurs early on in the season when somebody threw threw Mesley into the back of the goal and, and came <laughs> yeah. You know, it's it's oh, just it's they brought in they brought in these measures to make football more fair um, and, and 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 to equal out the playing field. They said now. If anything, it's done the opposite for me because VAR is also almost just creating an additional way to fail. 
uh, and it is yeah. failing. Uh, it's 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 an additional way to get something wrong, and it's just not helping the game at all. Um, and it's not just VAR. The referees and the linesmen on the pitch get paid a fucking good sum of money to be professional referees and linesmen. They're professionals. They don't have any other jobs. This is their job. They should be able to spot uh, something as cynical as a foul in an area or a handball. Or And I get they're not always positioned bestly, but position yourself better. better. You get paid for it, dickhead. The, these linesmen that don't want to put the flags up and stuff because they just think VAR or something. No, they're something. told not to. They're really genuinely, they are off. told not to. There might be, um, there are some when you can see they should and they don't, even for like yeah, fouls yeah, no, and stuff. No, and it's you just are right. Like, nah. Fuck that. And VAR as a whole can get in the fucking bin because the number of times I've been stood watching Leeds and I've said to the person next to me, surely that's going to be checked. Nothing. Nothing. And let's just go go back to what we were told at the start of the season that we were going to get to hear the recordings after the fact. Well, where are they? Um, Because they've absolutely bottled that. How How is a guy being fouled? That you can watch on a replay, you can see he's been impeded and taken out. The guy's not got the ball. How is that not a clear and obvious error that the ref's given nothing? There are no, there's no way on, in this fucking universe that that's not a clear and obvious error. It's the very definition of it. And yeah. there's no VAR, and it happens to us time and time again. And it's a load of fucking bollocks. And if they want people to respect the governing body to respect the game, they're going the wrong way about it because they're just eroding that further and further. But just just to elaborate slightly on Luke's point, VAR is another way to fail. And Mm. I think if you've got officials on the pitch that are failing because they miss something, they don't see something, they call something wrong, do you know what? As fans, that's far easier to accept at the point because they're humans and they're fallible than it is for somebody that gets as long as they need to get the decision right with as many replays as is required. And that's what really kills it because, and that's why VAR is worse than we had previously because they've got an opportunity to get it right and still fuck it up. That's it. And that says to me that our officials are so bad that they still can't identify things when they're sat in front of a screen with access to multiple angles and as much slow motion replays as they want, and they still can't see stuff. And that just says to me, our refs are shit. The thing is, it works in it works in rugby league because you can hear the yeah. conversation how they come to that decision. Yeah. It works in cricket, you know, that they, yeah. they, they come to a decision and they, they tell you why they've got that decision. In mm. football, they do it all behind closed doors in a fucking in 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 a, in a studio that's nowhere near the ground. And and come to a decision. Ultimately, that's often wrong. Um, it's like fucking stonemasons. Well, yeah, there's, there's there's two ways for that. There's two there's two things that could be. Either it's complete incompetence and they're scared of being accountable, or they're corrupt. And there isn't another one for me. It's one or the other. It is. I agree with you. Yeah, and they, these people are getting paid a lot of money to do it anyway. Anyway, that is our um, that is our autonomy bit. Please let us know if you agree or if you've got anything else that's pissed you off this week in the comments. You're more than welcome. Get it off your chest. We're here as therapy. Um, <laughs> we value that. We all joined um, in. Speaking of which, um, as ever, uh, we had uh, we do like to give a little nod to uh, to anybody that's struggling with with mental health. Uh, this week, with it being uh, International Women's Day, we're just gonna. I'm just gonna give a quick mention to Wish in Morley. Uh, which is a ladies-only mental health um, sort of get-together, similar to Andy's Man, Man Andy's Man's Club. 
Almost. <laughs> yeah, Andy's Man's Club. Uh, I don't know. They're, they're not affiliated in any way, but but a, a representative or, or somebody who goes to Andy's Man's Club has, has, has recommended these in Leeds. Well, and Andy's in Man Club. Please just say Andy's Man Club. You're killing me. <laughs> Andy's Man's Club. No, Andy's not Man's. Man's Club. Andy's Man Club. Yeah, so yeah, this is this one is called Wish and it's in Morley. So, anyone around Lee's area, female that is struggling, uh, do g- give them a Google. Um, I'm pretty sure I'm not sure how it works. I'll try and find out a little bit more for next time. Uh, as ever, the usual stuff, uh, for, for men. Uh, I thought I'd mention the women first, obviously, with it being International Women's Day this week. Um, but yeah, uh, Vale Circle down at Beeston, uh, Milford Club. Milford Rugby Club at Kirkstall and Leeds College of Building every Monday, 7 till 9. Anybody struggling, that's your local Andy's Man Club. I'm just leaving that there for you, Luke, because you didn't get a chance to laugh at me yet, so there you go. (laughs) 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 Thanks ever so much, everyone, again, for listening, uh, joining in with the comments. We do appreciate it. Um, Do have a look through some of our historic. There's some great stuff in there. We've interviewed some great people. I know Andy, I've got it now. I've got it, I've got it. Wait, is he the Andy? Is it his club? (laughs) I don't know. Um, Does he have a different man club? (laughs) Um, So, yeah, thanks ever so much, everybody. We uh, have recently celebrated uh, 1,000 subscriptions. We gave our um, prize away to one of our subscribers, one of the early ones, actually. Luckily, dropped on, I think it was number six was the winner. Yeah. Um, Our sixth ever subscriber won the the shirt. It happened to be uh, somebody who I stand relatively near at the football so i dropped that off for him um saturday uh we'll be back probably saturday afternoon sunday morning not sure who's on yet but do subscribe give us a like and uh yeah thanks ever so much cheers for joining Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. 
With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full important safety information, visit juvederm.com. Thank you for listening to another Autonom Better podcast, the Independent Legion United podcast. You can engage with us via our socials on YouTube and Twitter at the address at Autonom Better with your thoughts on the show or subjects you'd like us to discuss. You can even join us live and have your say while we're recording on our YouTube channel for the main weekly show and the Barati and Coke Aftermatch podcasts. With three years' worth of content you can listen back to, from interviews with former Leeds players and managers to Hollywood stars. Maybe choose carefully which match reviews to check out though. Remember to subscribe on whichever app you choose to follow us on.